Hi, and welcome back to Smile Please Podcast. I'm Lizzie. I'm Megan. And hello. This is our podcast. Yeah, we're back again. Lizzie, give us an update. Fill us in. It's been a minute. Okay, um, it has been a busy past few weeks since the last time we sat down and recorded. A lot has happened. Yeah. yeah. Between photo shoots, stuff with my family's restaurant just like a whole thing we did the remodel painted the whole thing which i thought my brother was gonna do but i feel like me and chris ended up painting more than he did and then my stepdad put tile down and then i had a gender reveal photo shoot which was fun but i was also really anxious about because i thought they were going to bring smoke bombs (laughs) and i was really scared (laughs) But like, please don't being smoke bombs. Please don't bring anything flammable. I was just yeah, I was so scared. I had anxiety that whole day. Um, and then a proposal right after that, which was fun. Always nerve wracking, but fun. Um, and yeah, and editing, lots and lots of editing. Yeah. But other than that, we're we're chilling. What's been new with you? I. Well, I'm in wedding season. I'm always in wedding season, but um, lots of weddings. Uh, we just had a great wedding on Monday. It was really fun. Yep. We had, I had three weddings this weekend, Thursday, Saturday, and Monday. We did have a lot. I was so, with you Thursday mm-hmm. and Monday. Yes. And I'm currently drowning in this, in socks. Yes. I, Your living I, room is filled with socks. Yeah. So we're sitting in my apartment living room right now and half of my apartment is a studio i have a 10 foot huge like (laughs) backdrop and then i have six boxes filled with socks like and then i have two mannequin feet and i have you should have you should have been here earlier you need feet models oh yeah so if any of you guys wants to be a foot model please let megan know I need to take pictures of feet and which sounds so weird because I put out a model call the other day and a few people like reached out and I was like listen this is gonna sound weird but but I need to take I need to take pictures of your feet and like nobody nobody's like oh yeah let me just like I want to be a part of that nobody does everyone's like you perv like (laughs) you sick twisted perv I was like no it's like I'm working with a sock company right now. I'm doing all their product photography for but their website. But you're doing a lot of photography for them, I feel and, like. Yeah. And then I'm doing, like, their social media and, like, videos. Like, I'm doing a bunch of, like, oh, things on the side. Oh, you're basically, like, starting them up. Yeah. That's so cool. I am – I'm drowning in socks. But – and poor Todd. <laughs> so one of my models bailed, and I was like – Is that the story that you posted yeah. in the garage of Todd wearing yeah. the socks? So – I made him go to the top of the parking garage with me and I was like I just have to take a picture of like the socks in this gym bag and like make it look like it's a basketball court upstairs like I don't know I was trying to be creative I was like can you just go with me and he's like yeah sure and then I was like put these on I'm like put these (laughs) socks on right now and he was like oh and I just have sport I just have all these videos of him being like are we done and he but he has such nice legs like, the boy's got nice legs. 
Chris also has nice legs. I'm like, how? Me and my compression socks. You see that pile over there? That is just a pile of compression socks because my legs get so big. <laughs> they swell. Yeah. So do mine. So, um, feet have been a very big part, part of my of life, life lately. Lots of work for you with, with feet. Yeah. Um, add it to the resume. <laughs> That's a good thing to have on your resume, though. I'm just kidding. Just a professional feet photographer. I posted. Yeah, if a anyone picture. does OnlyFans, I can take pictures of your feet professionally. Just let me know. I posted a picture of my feet on my story, like two days ago, of my Burke tan line, and I had like four people message me, and they're like, "For free? Like you posted these for free?" And I'm like, Frickin "Listen, perf. I am you just creep. trying to." show the world that they are not alone if they like wear burks every day like i'm literally wearing them today again so and it's raining outside you're so brave so you're so brave i just you know it was like something that had to be shared because it was like intense and i also got sunburnt that day and i never get sunburned oh my gosh okay so monday we were at the paseo it was a great wedding mm-hmm. that was the the best wedding in a long time me and lizzie always have this saying something always happens at a wedding it's either the venue the guest the vendors or the bride and groom Mm -hmm. like something's going on yeah and this wedding nothing was going on nothing we were ahead of schedule the whole time showed up super early great couple loves us we're just like live laugh love Mm -hmm. photography like god bless but we got sunburned. Yeah. My that, whole that back. Was, that was, dude, when you sent me that picture, I was like, damn, For Becky. free? No, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, you got way more sunburned than me. I just got, like, burnt, like, a little, like, strip here. And then, like, my chest. And then my, you know, remember my camera strap? How it's, like, my fanny pack? Yeah. I have this, like, white line across my chest. Sexy. From where my strap was just we are ready for summer yeah just like tan lines already got them i laid out in the sun on tuesday to like hopefully maybe like fix it but nothing has changed you know what's crazy i've okay off topic but like on topic every a few of the weddings i've been doing lately i keep running into people from my high school or just like i see people i know and it's so weird because i'm like Oh, like high school was like forever ago. Mm-hmm. Like I graduated almost 10 years ago, which is so weird to say. Your high school reunion will be soon. Mm, I won't be going. I I'm won't good. be going. To I'm mine so either. good. I'll, Life I is so good right now. I'm like, I the people I talk to are in my circle. Yeah. No bad blood, but I'm like, I'm good. No, like, I wouldn't go. I'm also, not going to mine for sure. That's just like an anxiety event I have to worry about. I don't know why people, like, want to go to those things. Anyways, continue your story Um, about seeing people. Oh, no, it's just, like, I feel like almost every wedding I've done this year, I've, like, just seen somebody I know at a wedding, and it's really, like, oh, you're seeing me out in the wild. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, weird because I'm, like, working, and I have this persona I put out where I'm, like, super bubbly and fun. Mm And, and like, then you see someone, they're like, I don't remember Megan being this big like, Megan foot. didn't talk this much. <laughs> Megan was always mean and didn't talk. That's probably what they think. Maybe. The people you don't, aren't, like, fans of from high school. Well, the people I've run into, like, I've, like, I've, 
I, I don't know. It's like hard to explain. It's like, oh, I was f- like friendly with them in high school. Mm-hmm. So then just seeing them after like not seeing them for so many years, it's like, oh, hi. Like, I don't know. It's just like weird because it's like, oh, we've grown up. But mm-hmm. like the last time I saw you, you were like 18. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how's life? Also, like we're adults in we're at this wedding. Yeah. And you're really drunk hello like <laughs> i'm seeing you in like a very weird situation and you're seeing and they're seeing you in a weird situation yeah i'm like i'm sober like <laughs> i am very sober and working and you are you are breaking down on that dance floor <laughs> damn were you there a lot longer that day uh on monday yeah no no you left pretty soon yeah okay i left um i was done at eight but i stayed till eight thirty just because mm. like festivities and yeah i wanted to stay yeah and capture it but that and then i got home wedding. around like 9 45 that was a fun wedding it was. i liked it yeah. <clears throat> it was so calm and serene and so, weddings are never calm they're never they never are Mm-mm. but monday was really great saturday was great too like saturday we were ahead of schedule like we saturday i did this wedding and there was like i don't know it was just everybody was really calm and like helpful Mm-hmm. bridal party was great and helpful and also like being mindful of like they need to get ready and be able to help the bride groomsmen were ready and like happy to be there i don't know it was just like lately the wedding vibes have been good and i'm like i like this i love yeah, this let's, like let's keep it up yeah whatever they're doing they need to like put in a book and sell it because i'd buy it and like distribute gift it. it to all your brides be like read this read this before your wedding because they did it right so hi speaking of weddings yes we need to talk about something we need to talk That's about so traumatic we need to talk about second shooters oh yes because yes. this has had me i don't want to say like boiling because i'm not like angry but like it just like i'm irked by all, by things yes. in the second shooter world. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on, like, how much second shooters should get paid? I want to hear your thoughts because your blood's boiling. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so, in my head, I think, like, if you do a lot of weddings... Like, that's, like, your main hustle. You don't do anything else. You've been doing it for a while. Sure, charge a premium. But, like, I've been noticing that a lot of people, like, whether they have been in the wedding industry for a while or even, like, really short, they've been charging too much. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if you think about it, you can't go work even, like, like, I feel like even if you work in, like, a doctor's office, you can't get paid more than, like, $30 an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's, like, or working a normal 9-to-5 job, you don't get $30 an hour. And people are, like, charging $65 plus an hour, $70 an hour almost at this point. Which I know inflation, that's fine. But, like, you don't have to do any post work. Yeah. So it's like, how, why? I just, I need to know people's explanations. Yeah. And so 
I think there's like so people I think look at it look at it as like okay well getting there traveling working and then like using their gear which me and you always pay for yeah like we always give extra money for gas I always pay I always give a little bit of extra money for gas travel time and like also like hey get yourself a cup of coffee yeah or like if you want in and out on the way home because that's what I always do Mm -hmm. so but I've noticed lately that people have been reaching out to me being like hey I want a second shoot for you I'm like great what's your experience and they're like oh I've been doing weddings for like two years I'm like okay cool well these are my rates like I'll either charge 45 or like I'll pay $45 to $55 an hour this is what I mainly need and it's mainly just groomsman photos the getting ready photos and then assisting me throughout the day like yeah I don't put like a huge like amount of pressure being like you have to go do all the family photos and like no yeah like literally you're like second shooters aren't even there for the whole day like Mm -hmm. you come you do the details you do like some of the stuff like literally I, i don't know i just like it makes me so mad because like i don't want to charge my couple an arm and a leg for a second shooter because they're literally just here to get like the shots where i cannot physically be there slash like help me which even I do a lot of weddings on my own so like I'm kind of used to not like needing the help so when I have a second shooter like I almost like don't have a lot for them to do because I just do it all by myself like I don't know and then like then people charge all this money and I don't charge my couple a large amount of money so then it's like coming out of my pocket extra to pay for you for like your extra fees and then plus I want to give you money for gas and then I want to give you money for food and then I always let them eat dinner or like I try to like I offer it if you want to stay and eat dinner go ahead if not like I sent you extra money for dinner and like a few weekends ago I hired my second shooter from 2 to 7 30 mm-hmm. and at like 6 30 it was dinner time and I was like hey if you want to stay and eat like you can but if not you like you can you know leave and and they went home and that's fine but I didn't ask her to pay me back like the hour that she left do you know what I mean because like I'm generous but it's also like I can't be generous if like you're charging me like 70 plus dollars an hour so okay let's be okay kind of like a pause for a second so if people are listening and they're like what the heck are they talking about so we are wedding photographers and we have to hire a second photographer as an assistant throughout the day because you cannot physically be in two places at once and capture the moment so I do weddings all the time a lot sometimes the timelines are really like tight and I Mm -hmm. can't be back and forth with the bride and the groom at the same time So I'll have my second photographer who is – I hire and I pay, and they will be there working for me, and they'll be with the groom and the groomsman most of the time, capturing all those moments, and then I'm with the bride, and I can focus on, like, those shots. Because realistically, both shots are, like, equally as important, but, like – Yes. I don't know. Like, as a a female, like – 
those moments of getting ready like mm-hmm. getting into your wedding dress yeah. being with your friends that's very important mm-hmm. where the guys are like oh yeah i'll get dressed in like 20 minutes like uh, yeah it's whatever and you don't want to take pictures of guys like putting on their clothes right so <laughs> it's kind of like a different like sentimental thing mm-hmm. but so having a second photographer their responsibility is okay what are the shots from the shot list that i was sent over like what what i mean needing to help with how can i be assisting um running back and forth for like charging batteries moving equipment moving bags running and getting me water like it's like little things to help me be able to have a successful like photo experience for the couple so they're just helping they're the assistant they're helping yeah and also they're making the wedding day great for the couple as well Mm -hmm. so it's important to like it's a job like it's like any other job it's like you got to show up you got to be professional and sadly like I think a lot of people don't do that and I've been lucky and have had really good experiences but I had a really bad experience I hired this girl she signed a contract I paid her ahead of time I gave her an extra like 100 bucks for travel and food and stuff because the venue was a, a bit farther away but like it was there was just so m- I send so many details beforehand mm-hmm. um, before a wedding. So there's just lots of communication. It's very open, all that stuff. She no-showed the wedding. And it was it was super stressful. And she supposedly is a very experienced photographer and stuff. But, like, the whole situation was handled poorly. So, like, trusting someone it, – it's and I don't think people – Sorry, I'm going all over the place. I don't think people realize, like, this is somebody's wedding day. Yeah. Like, this is not just a photo shoot. This is not a styled shoot. Which this I is... feel like that's what people, like, almost are trying to get towards. Yes. Like, second shooting so that you can get, like, the content the for content. themselves. And then they... Which, that's fine. Get the content, like, to a minimum, though. Like, you should not be, like, directing or Mm -hmm. like trying to steal the spotlight or just like focusing on your shots and not trying to help the main photographer yes and it's i'm all about people gaining experience and stuff but like when you're hired for a wedding like you're there to observe if you want to learn Mm -hmm. but also like you gotta like get the photos you're supposed to get and not be like oh we should do this we should do this shot we should do this oh wait i want to make a reel can i get this really quick Mm -hmm. it's like no it's like no we oh my gosh what the heck not a content also like imagine a client spending thousands of dollars and then them bringing like somebody that they don't know and they're just like filming you on their phone all day yeah it's like this weird like who is this person also why aren't they taking pictures like what's going on i don't know it's like this weird thing but so lizzie you and i second shoot for each other all the time like we are religiously like always working with each other because we we get each other but also i don't know like we just work really well Mm -hmm. we're very like cohesive we're just great it's just like i guess me like second shooting with you a good amount i guess i just like Whenever I hire a second shooter with me, I have like I have the same expectations as what I do. So and I don't even charge that much. And I do weddings full time. Like that's like my main thing. 
So it's when I see people charge all this money and they like are either new or they don't specialize in weddings. It's just, I'm just like, how? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, you don't have to do any editing afterwards. You literally just show up, help me, and you leave. Usually, leave early. Um, And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's been bothering me. No, understandable. Like, so, to be transparent, when we work with each other, we, what, our hourly rate is like 55 an hour. Yeah. Which I think is very fair because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I know you're not going to be doing like, you're not going to be killing yourself at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but also you're helping me and yeah. you're doing a great job. But then I also give you extra cash for like travel, food, and yeah. like your time. Mm-hmm. So, and I've had a lot of people reach out to me being like, can you pay me 60 to $100 per hour? And I'm like, you've only been doing like photos for like a year or two yeah like that since I've been doing photos I've been doing weddings for like seven years Mm -hmm. and I my hourly rate is like reasonable because it's like well one the expectation is this my associate rate is completely different because I'm like okay I'm treating that as my own wedding Mm -hmm. but I don't know like but also people can do what they want but I just think it's very odd how people are just with little experience are just like oh yeah like 100 an hour it's like what like you better let me see your flash photos let me see those reception shots don't even get me started on like not being knowledgeable about flash oh my gosh and like listen groomsmen are so easy so easy to take photos up and There have been a handful of weddings where I have hired a second shooter and, like, the groomsman photos are just, like, whatever. Yeah. And I just feel so bad because, like, I trust my second shooter to get the shots that I want and I give them a list of, like, you know, different poses, like, serious, smiley, flying V, um, you know, some playful ones. Like, I do, like, I provide so much instruction and I don't know it just like I feel like I always get disappointed but maybe it's because like I usually do it all so it's like when I see it done differently I'm just like man you're like dang it like come on (laughs) okay so when I'm a second for you I usually can't second for you because I'm working Uh uh-huh but when the few times I have and I associated for you once Mm -hmm. what like is there a difference between being another second photographers or is it kind of like maybe it's because we just like get each other like we kind of just like know what we want from each other so like you just kind of know what I do probably because like I've second shot for you a lot so like you see my photos so you probably like I assume you maybe just like see the poses I do and do the same thing kind of thing so I just feel like we I don't know we just like shoot kind of similar and it's just easier and I feel like other people don't think the same way I don't know it's so hard like I want I don't know why it's so hard (laughs) to be like a second and I'm not saying I haven't worked with great seconds I've had phenomenal seconds work for me 
but I just feel like it's like a 50 50 like they're either really good or they're kind of like not good yeah and everyone's charging the same now which I get it get your coin like for those people that can pay that that's fine but like at the end of the day we're all small businesses and like paying someone 70 to 100 dollars an hour to help me for at a, on a wedding for like you know a few hours like it's just not yeah also it's not easy 50 bucks an hour that's like that's phenom like that's, that's so good so good for and like for doing something you love doing also yes something that you like doing but also like you're gaining experience mm-hmm. you're seeing how another person is working that day potentially getting some content for yourself yeah, content for yourself but like not like making it a styled shoot in a way yeah and then also like 50 bucks an hour you don't even get paid like chick-fil-a pays amazing and you don't even get fucking twenty dollars an hour at chick-fil-a yeah so i'm so like it's like what i'm just thinking of like what like i'm thinking of like todd's friends my friends i'm thinking like dude 50 bucks an hour that's phenom yeah. and it's like all you have to do is do a couple photos and do this this and this and like just and be you professional get to go home. yeah and you don't have to think about it don't have to do don't have to if you, you want to edit them like for yourself and that's up to you, you but like show up and i'm hoping to second shoot more this year just because with my wedding coming up i like can't focus on a lot of other people's weddings which makes me sad because yeah. i'm like so like i don't know i love i love doing wedding photos and i love helping making people's days so memorable and mm-hmm. also just being helpful to other people and like people being like like i got a text from the bride on monday she sent me the sweetest message let me pull it up and she was just like thanks again yesterday you were amazing i appreciate all the effort and everything you guys did for us you made us feel like models we just looked at all the photos all the sneak peeks i sent Mm -hmm. and i'm literally blown away they're amazing i can't get over it you're so good you really made our day so special i can't thank you enough and it's like that makes me so happy because it's Mm -hmm. like i made their their best day like even like specialer i was like able to help do that so i don't know i i treat weddings like I, I, I know everybody has, like, oh, I don't want to work. I don't want to do this. But it's, like, once you get there, you're, like, oh, we're going to make this day good. Yeah. So and it makes me sad when second shooters are just, like, okay, I charge $60 an hour. I've only been doing this for a year. And I shoot with a rebel. And it's, like, <laughs> oh, gosh, here we go. I'm, like, don't even. Yeah, don't even get away. me started on, like, not having good gear. Like, I'm not saying you have to have, like, the best of the best camera, but, like, if you shoot weddings, you have to have dual slots. You, go- well, you have to have dual slots. You, you have, also have to you have, have to have a professional camera. Yeah. Because the lighting, everything, and also it's, like, it's a wedding. I've had like, so many people yeah. second shoot for me that have, that don't have dual slots, like, a year ago, and I'm, I'm just, like, How? because yeah i don't get it yeah it's i don't know and i'm always i always try and be nice like at weddings like if i have time especially during the bride and groom portraits like i'm like is there any shots you want to get like i try sometimes obviously like we just don't have the time to do that Mm -hmm. but like there have been times where i'm like hey do you want any like do you want to get the shot like you know because 
I want them to get their shots too if they're like helping me if they want and yeah I don't know I'm just like so over it yeah understandable I just want second shooters to be reasonable I'm curious like what other people think about this because I don't think I've talked to a lot of photographers about that yeah I think I've like I posted on like my private story about the incident with that with the girl no showing the wedding and I was like that was a wedding where she showed up well I was texting her all morning and then she said she was on her way or she was leaving early Mm -hmm. and then it was like three and a half four hours later where I was like okay she should have been here like two hours ago yeah ignoring my calls ignoring my texts and then she's finally like oh I'm not gonna be able to make it my car broke down I was like okay you told me like four and a half hours ago your car like you were gonna come here so if your car's not working it never started why didn't you just like tell me it wasn't working because those four hours I could have found a backup yeah like I could have and that could have made it up there yeah so So it's just like uh, I don't know and I don't know I just I have a bone to pick Mm mm-hmm but most of the time, with all my second shooters, I have the best time. Like, um, yeah. I do, too. Like, lately, it's been really good. So, there's just and like I love the, working with you. There's just, like, the the few yeah. that we struggle with. Yes. But this is just a message to everyone. Like, maybe there's other photographers listening that feel the same way. Like, yeah. you are not alone. <laughs> we are struggling with just that part of the wedding photography industry so yeah yeah also i feel like there's a lot of photographers here in arizona but i don't think there's a lot of like like wedding photographers like i think there's a lot but like when i think about it and i'm like scrolling like people are always still looking for photographers like i feel like there's just not as much as there used to be i think maybe i'm just I feel like there's a good amount. Sorry, I had to yawn. (laughs) And it was not stoppable. Um, I feel like there's a good amount. But I feel like a lot of people are transitioning into the wedding world or like they're I feel like there's a lot of photographers and they like want to be in weddings, but they just haven't had that like experience yet mm-hmm. or like just like the knowledge and like the time to become one. But I feel like a lot of people try to go that route and like, I don't know, they either just like haven't gotten there or like they just, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. So what else is okay i have okay i have one more question Mm -hmm. have you ever had a really bad second shooter experience um i wouldn't say like really really bad like i just like they just haven't met my expectations Mm -hmm. like the few that have that i have like not enjoyed working with like either all of the pictures were like horizontal or like their feet were cut off in a picture or like overexposed or like no knowledge with flash like it's just like little things but I haven't had someone that has been like I'm also trying to think because 
No, I don't think I've had anyone that has been like awful. It's just like little things that like I just didn't like, which shouldn't be a thing for anybody. Like you should not cut off people's feet or like, you know, I feel like it needs to be a combination of landscape and portrait photos. I feel like you should know flash. Like it's things that people should know. Yeah. So yeah, not bad. Have you? Yeah. Please share. Well, the girl that no showed. Yes. And then I had somebody like asked to be compensated because they like stayed an extra few minutes to like talk Mm. with like vendors. And I was like, no, no, thank you. I was nicely like, no, like I I'm very generous with like giving that extra money. Yeah. For like. Again, gas, food. And I'm like, that, you, it's like, you handed your SD card over to me and then you went and talked to people. So I like, I don't know what to tell you. So. Unless you are physically taking photos and actively working and not sitting down Mm -hmm. and just talking, you do not need to be paid for that time. Yeah. Like, that is your break. Yeah. So... Yeah. So you, so you have had some bad second shooter experiences. I have. I had a lot of like weird. I've just had like weird, I, weird things happen to me. Like mm-hmm. the craziest stuff I feel like happens to me. Like yeah. I hired like this. Does. I hired this guy photographer once and he like. I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, And there was a few. There was like two videographers there that I'm friends with. So if they're listening, they'll like know they might know who this is but he like was taking pictures of my ass (laughs) like and I don't know he just kept taking pictures of my back and I was like oh maybe he's doing like behind the scenes like that's cool like Mm -hmm. whatever um no when I got the when I got his SD card back and he was like oh I have to go through these and I'll delete some and I was like oh no it's fine he was like oh no like I just have like I just don't want to, you have to go through all of these. I was like, no, it's fine. Like, just hand it over. He did not want you to see those <clears throat> I guess. Pictures. It had to be because, and it wasn't just like a back shot. Like, it was like. Zoomed in. It was a little zoomed and it was just my butt. Like, Damn. nothing else. So, I, that was weird. So, I was like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> like, oh, this. This, I don't like this. Yeah, this, this is kind this of really freaking weird. I might have the pictures still on my my memory or like one of my uh, USB drives. But yeah, um, highly don't recommend that. Also, I'm, he was like really nice and stuff, so I was like not like, expecting that. Like, at how did all. this even happen? And maybe he was just adjusting his settings, but like just a weird zoomed in shot yeah but like you know if there's like multiple then it's like what a coincidence yeah kind of weird also he was just like doing his own thing at the wedding and i was like no like come back over here like where are you going Mm -hmm. like i don't know so i don't know i think that's just with like hiring anybody you don't know what to expect but i just put a lot of like i'm very trustworthy and like think the best in people and like Which probably isn't like a good trait to have. I'm the same but way though. I, I'm like, oh, oh, people are good. People are good people, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh no, they might not actually. They might be like creeps, 
but I'm trying to oh I had oh okay I have one more so I do a lot of weddings so like I have worked with so many people but you really have I hired this girl to do um to second shoot with me she was uh she was a bit older than me um she seemed very experienced and I was like heck yeah um all of her shots were blurry oh I think I remember this every almost every single photo was blurry she brought in so a lot of people aren't gonna like this but I don't shoot I, I do shoot some weddings with um off camera flash like I'll set up a whole thing if I need to but most of the time just to get those like vintagey like fun shots I do direct flash Mm -hmm. which is more my style um and she brought an off-camera flash and it was ginormous ginormous so I nicely asked I was like hey do you have like a um a camera like do you have like just a flash to put on your camera because like this thing is freaking huge like this is like an eyesore (laughs) (laughs) like nicely like hey no like no and she was like, oh, I don't know how to do that type of flash. And I was like, oh, well, I have an extra flash. Like, I can just set the settings for you. And she was like, no, I would feel more comfortable with my off-camera flash. I was like, okay, all right, well, let's just do a few shots. And then, like, I'm going to ask you to put it away just because, like, it's quite literally the biggest eyesore on the dance floor. Like, it's quite literally, like, just this giant freaking light, just unneeded. This thing was huge. Like, this thing was, like... <laughs> ancient too so I'm like what the heck so she she's like from her um portfolio and stuff I was like oh my gosh like she knows what she's doing great like let her do her thing mm-hmm. and then finally I asked her to put it away and then I was like honestly you can just go like have dinner and like you can go and she's like okay like didn't say anything just like grabbed her food and left mm-hmm. and I was like oh okay bye like left hour and a half early didn't stay to eat talk with me no it's like okay bye um she handed me her sd card and went home looked at the pictures they're all blurry all overexposed just terrible like over like nothing was salvageable like nothing was like usable and you asked her to like not use flash yeah in like some pictures you were like use the natural light and like she didn't yeah so it was like this weird thing yeah but yeah, so I just like characters. There's so many characters out there. But I don't have anything, a lot of, like, I have nothing, like, mean to say about a lot mm-hmm. of these people. It's just, like, interesting. Interesting yeah. way to go about that. Everyone's just so different. I've met, like, a photographer when I first started at a wedding, and he was, I don't even remember what he was doing. I think I don't even remember. Yeah, I really don't remember, like, what he was doing there. I think he was driving a car, like, driving them around, but I guess he was a photographer. But he was, like, shocked that I was doing, like, photos outside without a flash. He was like, you know how to use natural light? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I would be so scared. I have to have a flash at all times. What? And I was like... I was so baffled. I was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, because you know how some people use like, yeah, like reflectors or like flash outside. Yeah. But like, obviously we don't do that. Yeah. I feel like that's a very, very like older way to photograph. Like it's not as common anymore. Yeah. It looks great. It's just kind of not our style. Yeah. And we have a very like 
earthy, mm-hmm. natural look. Yeah. The other thing is, is like, I'm curious as to how wedding photographers slash videographers get all these behind the scenes videos because there's two photographers that I follow that like they inspire me like their work and like their stories every time they have a wedding like 20 behind the scenes videos posted the dress bride and groom the details the like everything and I'm just like how do you have time for this are they young um older than energy (laughs) they're older than us so i mean like young but like not like super old yeah i maybe they hire like a content person but like like, no one's tagged as like a content creator because i know that's like a thing now is like isn't that crazy that's a thing now yeah like content creators getting hired getting paid like five hundred dollars to go and just record iPhone videos and literally take iPhone pictures. Yep. That's crazy. I was even... Okay. So I was thinking for my wedding, having somebody do that. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I like to just have like some video on my phone, like mm-hmm. people just like recording. And I was like, wait, I'm just going to ask my friends to do it when we're getting ready. It's a great idea. So that way, like you know, that person, like, it's kind of, like, stays with the photographers and videographers, so that way, like, they're not in the way of, like, the shots. Mm-hmm. Um, There's this one client of mine who I did her bachelorette pictures, and her wedding was absolutely gorgeous in Chicago, and she hired a content creator that's pretty famous on TikTok who got married last year, and... I was just like, I thought, I think that was the first time that I saw someone that like really did it, but I've just been seeing it more and more and it's such a great concept, but also like, I'm like, is it worth it type of thing? You know, it's like, it's like another wedding expense that like everyone is going to want, but like, isn't like a necessity type of thing. I'm curious. I'm also curious if. A lot of people are hiring photographers and videographers that shoot with iPhones. <clears throat> there like, was that's a, thing a wedding that we did. Oh, yeah. We did a wedding. The videographer filmed on his iPhone. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. I never saw the video. <clears throat> I've never seen the video to this day still. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know how that turned out. I hope it turned out great because I, so I loved too. that wedding. I love almost all the weddings we do. They're usually always great. I want to get into film. I just don't know how. I'm not. I'm not experienced with film. I'm doing film at that wedding that we're doing. Um, You're doing in film? May. Yeah. Really? The one we're both hired for. I'm doing the film. Oh, I mean like film, film. Oh, like film camera. Oh, film camera. A vi- oh. video. Yeah, I would love to get into video too, but that's. I like have a trust whole... issues with film because film can get messed up so easily. And, like, you have to ship it out to somebody <clears throat> to process it. I would just be, like, an anxious mess. Yeah. Getting, like, trusting that those shots are, like, going to be preserved and safe. Yeah. I would want to, like, do it as, like, maybe, like, an add-on type of thing. Like, where I get, like, a few shots, not, like, a whole wedding on film. 
but like maybe like hire a second or like someone to help me yeah and like get some film shots i feel like that would be cool but it's not a priority right now yeah getting good photos is my priority i have a million things i want to do like i want to redo my website i want to redo redo my my website too i want to redo all this stuff and i'm like i literally don't have any time i want to redo my logo i want to redo like my color scheme I just want a nice little facelift for everything I do. Yeah. I want, like, somebody to come in and be like, listen, I'm going to make your life great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix all this stuff up, and I'll just throw some money at them and please yeah, beg them to fix it. I feel like my logo, when I made it, it was very, like, I mean, it's literally just my <clears throat> name in cursive, so it's, like, nothing crazy. Yeah. But, like, it was very, the colors are very boho, which is fine, mm-hmm. but, like, I kind of want it to be more, like, modern and like earthy in a way yeah so i hired um paige poppy she is a wonderful artist um i love her and she's a family friend and i hired her to do my original logo um love it it has the superstitions in the background like the little line it's like so awesome i love it but i just like feel like my brand now is just so like it's shifted like it used to be mainly all desert stuff very like just desert and now it's not just desert I do like a million other things Mm -hmm. so I just feel like I have to shift and change it and I need to contact her and be like can you just like make me a new logo just like the same thing just like not the desert (laughs) even though I love the desert I just Nobody wants to shoot in the desert anymore, which I'm totally fine with. I'm just like, there's like a change in, I don't know. Does that make sense? Everyone wants like a field. Everyone wants a field. Everyone wants a field. Especially right now with all the wildflowers. Like everyone is wanting, like, I want to shoot in a field of wildflowers. And I'm like, okay, they're just not the easiest things to get to. They're, like, they're an hour away. They're an hour away. Like, t- like yesterday I drove 45 minutes uh-huh. to get to this spot in Apache Junction um, to use wildflowers. And all of the wildflowers are on, I feel like they're in the East Valley. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot in the West Valley. There's some in other spots, but they're not like the poppies and like the lupines. Yeah. Like, it's just, those are just weeds. These are, there's, like, actual flowers. There's a few flowers in Cave Creek. They have kind of a lavender look to them. I don't know what they're, those are I called. those the are purple? the lupines. Lupines. Okay. I think they're called lupines, but don't quote me on it, because I'm not sure. Cave Creek has some flowers. Really pretty. Um, and But also, wildflowers, it's like you have a small window, because mm-hmm. once it starts getting over 80 or, like, 85 here, they're going to shrivel up and die. Yeah. And or already, the caterpillars like, are going to invade. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, those don't come back. Do you remember that? <clears throat> I would be swerving on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm being dramatic. Was that like, last spring, or was it, like... I think it was last spring. Those little caterpillars on the road, you could see them down the street. <laughs> Those motherfuckers were huge. Megan is heated about these caterpillars. These caterpillars <laughs> were huge. And then my, like, I, the thought of killing something kills me. So, like, I'm driving, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm running over so many future butterflies right now. Like, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. 
And then, and then, like, there's just so many. And it's like, guys, collectively realize you cannot cross this road. You can't cross the road. Look they at, don't like, think like look humans. around. All your friends are dead on the ground in front of you. Like, maybe you shouldn't cross the road. Like, just don't do it. Damn. Anyways, so... Speaking some, some facts, Megan. <laughs> sorry. I'm just like... I. It drove me insane. Very, I was like, these caterpillars, like... You're very passionate about saving these caterpillars. Uh, they're just so big. And I was like, how are these things so... Like, you could see them, like, just from do just they approaching. Gross, do they gross you out? Um... Because Chris's mom, like, that's, like, the one, like, insect that she cannot handle. Okay. I, I could handle a caterpillar. Okay. I could handle it. But knowing that I ran over, like, a hundred of them, <laughs> and then the and then the butterflies just fly so low, and it's like, come on, guys. And like, they get all some crunch. air. I've had, up. last up. year when that happened, I had so many butterflies in my grill of my car. Like, they would just crash and die into my car. And How do you like, feel being a butterfly killer? Well, you know, it wasn't on purpose. Okay, have you ever been to Butterfly Wonderland? That place is terrifying. No, I don't love butterflies. Okay, like, so you're I also afraid of caterpillars. I mean, they don't, like, I don't look at them and feel grossed out. Okay. If I look at a centipede, I'm grossed out. Okay. But not well, a caterpillar. Well, centipedes, like... The- I don't look at butterflies and think they're gross. I just don't like it when they land on me. Okay, Like, centip- I kind of want to, like, smash <laughs> Okay, a centipede is understandable. Those things are terrifying. Yeah. Okay, are centipedes and caterpillars related? I don't think so. Because caterpillars barely really have legs. Centipedes have, like, really long legs in a lot of them. Whoa. Yeah, they're gross. I went to Butterfly Wonderland once, and I was, like, I really love butterflies. Like, butterflies, I, like... I don't know. I just love butterflies. They're pretty, but I I look at them from a distance. I don't yeah. want to, like, no, I touch them and, like... But you know? these butterflies were like dive bombing and butterfly wonderland, like kamikazes. Just like, <laughs> it's like, why are you guys trying to kill yourselves? Like, like I remember I had like four on my arm and I was terrified because I was like, well, I need to leave. But if I leave, then I'm stealing the butterfly. It was like they wouldn't come off my arm. I was like, this has to be good luck. But I'm like, I have to go. So get off my arm. Um, Can you get in trouble? I don't for know. leaving with a butterfly on your arm if it doesn't want to get off you. I mean, what are they gonna do? Like arrest me on the spot? <laughs> like I'm just taking this little guy like to the security office. Like looks like we're all going like, field trip. <laughs> like, here we go. Wow. How did, okay, okay. We were talking about second photographers, second shooters, and, and now, now we're, we're talking about butterfly wonderland. <laughs> well, it's because you got all heated with your I caterpillars. Know. Listen, I just. I don't like running over things. I think that they were more like the end of summer. No? Like after all the monsoons? I feel like it was spring too. Because my allergies were terrible like they are now. Because we had so much rain recently that wouldn't they be out and about again? Maybe like this next week we'll see them. Or maybe like, yeah, maybe they're happening soon. I'm going to drive by there tomorrow or today and see if I find any caterpillars. (laughs) And I'll let you know if they're coming out okay, again. Okay, thanks. I'll avoid the roads at all costs. <laughs> it's just over there, mainly, oh, at the geez, Salt River. Sorry. Just bump the table. Okay. I Okay, so we were on the topic of second shooters and payment and all of that. Do you remember your first job? Oh, man, yes. Okay, what did you do and how much did you get paid? Okay, I 
well technically my first job i had two first jobs okay but we'll talk about one um my first job was american eagle i was a store associate and i think when i started i got paid like eight dollars an hour which is wild because minimum wage now is like 12 something well across the street the u-haul is hiring 18 an hour yeah 18 i got hired at eight dollars an hour and that was i was like 16 when i started working there so a few like eight years ago almost i keep forgetting how old i am so eight years ago why did you leave um well i got promoted so i moved to a different store but at that store so i worked at scottsdale fashion square that was where i first started that's a nice store yeah not so nice things happened there though tell us (laughs) um well there was like multiple things that had happened i'll share two stories um one i had i wasn't my store manager told me that i had to stop this lady from stealing me like i had been working there for like six months and what are you supposed to do throw yourself at somebody okay so she had a backpack and she had like a bunch of clothes with her right and she went into the fitting room so he was like okay you just have to like keep knocking on her door just be like hey are you doing okay like can i grab you any other sizes just like be consistent and like stay there like kind of kill her with kindness in a way and i was so fucking nervous like my heart was like beating out of my chest because i was like this is a thief and you're making me deal with it yeah why why like why didn't nobody call security so they did but like security can't do anything inside of our store because american eagle doesn't prosecute so like they literally have to walk out of the store before like anything can happen if they were to steal yeah we just have to do everything in our power to like prevent them from stealing but we literally can't be like oh i know you stole like give me that stuff you know yeah we can't do that it's like a weird a weird thing so i was knocking on her door and she was like so I counted how many items she went in with, and I think she went in with, like, eight. And then um, he was like, okay, count the items she goes in with, and then count how many you she gives back to you and how many she is taking to the register. So just, like, make sure it's still eight items. So then when she comes out, she has, like, one thing in her hand she said she's going to buy, and then she gives me five items. The math ain't mathin'. <laughs> Literally. So I I was just like okay so you went in with eight items so and you're giving me back six so you're gonna buy one item where are the other two items and she's like oh i left them in the the fitting room and then at that point she knew that i was like catching on so she was like oh actually i forgot my phone in the fitting room so can i go back in there and then she went back in there and left the other two items in there and then she ran out of the store with like the one item in her hand like bolted and then security handled it on the outside how old do you think she was um she was for sure like 35 40 she looked like kind of homeless in a way yeah things happen and then another time this girl came to try on some shorts and 
I was on the sales floor, so I wasn't running the fitting rooms, but one of my coworkers let her into a fitting room and, um, like 10 minutes passed and like she leaves and I was like, oh, okay, they didn't, she didn't like them, whatever. So then I'm like walking to the back and it like smells like shit. No. It's no. like <laughs> human <No>. feces. <laughs> and I was like, this, <laughs> I was like, this is not happening right now. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm playing it together. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm crying right now because this is just like such a traumatic and funny story. <laughs> so I, I go and I open the room that she was in because I was I came back there to like grab the clothes to take them to put them back out on the floor. And she took a shit in our shorts. <laughs> But not even, like, her own and, like, stole our shorts. Like, she literally tried on our shorts. I don't know. Like, her butthole just decided to let loose and took a dump in our shorts and then left. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wonder if... (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm, like, literally crying. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I'm just imagining you, like, one, there's the thief. And then, two, you're, like... Okay, I'm just like working this minimum wage job, doing my best. And then it's like, oh, I have to go clean up somebody's crap. Like, someone just crapped. Honestly, like, so I worked at Scottsdale and then I moved to Arizona Mills. If you're from Arizona, you know that Arizona Mills is not a nice mall. More. Isn't it closed now? Is it? Wait. No. No, that's Fiesta Mall. (laughs) That's Fiesta. Um,. (laughs) More nasty shit happened at Scottsdale than Arizona Mills. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I I would just say, like, more, like, repulsive stuff happened at Scottsdale. Like, Arizona Mills was annoying and, like, you know, people were, like, kind of ghetto and, like... Yeah. Like, it was just, like, not a nice place, but, like, I never had... Other than like a shooting happening at El Pollo Loco oh across my the gosh. street, or Wait, like why El Pollo, I don't know, and like the jewelry okay, store getting you, robbed. When you go into an El Pollo <clears throat> Loco, it's I've very never... calm and a very like chill time. There's one right around the corner from here, and the few times I've been in there, I'm like, wow, this is a great establishment. Other than yeah, other than like some sketchy shit happening, it wasn't like as nasty. Okay. I'm not honestly nothing can top someone taking a shit in the clothes and like me having to dispose. Okay, so do you have to like throw it away? Like, do you have to like so contact corporate and be like, hey, we damage items. So like, if anything is like ripped or broken or stained, we damage it. So obviously, once it's something that's been like crapped in, contaminated, <laughs> we have to put it in like trash bags and then like and obviously it smells so we have to put it in like multiple trash bags yeah it's like a da- and then it's like we a- have like a bin like a damage box so we stick the like damage label on the bag and then just like drop the box in there and then they come like every so you no, had you to s- leave this this poop i think so to be honest i don't remember if we threw it away or if we did da- but we damaged it first but maybe we contact corporate and we were like hey 
we have a damaged pair of shorts that someone shit in. <laughs> Should we throw them away? And they probably told us to just throw them away. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was a... The fitting rooms were closed for like three oh, days because it smelled. It's a quite eventful experience. It's, Scottsdale it Fashion like, Square. It sounds like American Eagle gives the same essence as like a Marshalls or TJ Maxx. I, or an I, antique I, store. I think so. <laughs> a nice... Every time I walk into that store, I have, like, PTSD of, like, everything that has happened to me. Like, I was literally there, like, last week with Chris because we went to go buy him shoes. And I was like, oh, I want to go, like, into American Eagle, see if they have, like, any jeans or something. And, like, I just walk in there and, like, all of my memories (laughs) just sink in again. Vietnam flashbacks. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) What was your first job? Now that you've heard my sob story. I have worked so many jobs. Okay, so my first job. Okay, yeah. Okay, I was 15, I think. 14 or 15. I think I was 15. I think I was. So I worked at a tennis camp. I did not play tennis. (laughs) I flag number one. <laughs> I used to, I played as a kid for fun. Like it was never competitive. Um, so I worked at this tennis camp during the summer, 120 degrees out most days. Amazing. Just a nice hot, I actually got sun poisoning once while working Sun there. poisoning. I passed out, hit my head and threw up. Oh my God. And was very sunburned. Wow. That was a good time. So I worked at this, uh, I worked at a tennis camp and I was in charge of the three to five year olds which a three to five year old should not hold a tennis racket because it's like as big as they are and they can't hold them and they're pretty heavy and like giving a bunch of toddlers with tennis rackets they end up hitting each other because like what's a three to what's a toddler supposed to do with a tennis racket like play tennis like I don't think so (laughs) so I was in charge of them we spent a lot of time eating snacks I would throw the tennis balls everywhere and they would just have to go pick them up because <laughs> I would I would throw them the tennis balls and they could not these poor kids like a few of them were able to do it because like a few of them it's like I know your parents want you to go to college like I know your parents <laughs> are making you do this <laughs> but it was like okay all right but it was a good time it was fun um we definitely Oh, and we went on field trips every Friday. We would go somewhere and then or to the movies. So this guy thought it was a genius idea to um, go to the water park with a huge tennis camp with like 100 plus kids. Interesting. Leave me, 15 year old me, in charge of the three to five year olds. So three to five year olds who can't swim. And one of me. And there were about 10 kids in my group. So there's 10 kids that can't swim. And their parents all signed and paid for this field trip saying that they can swim when they could not swim. (laughs) None of them had floaties. None of them had anything. I, that was like, that was my Titanic moment. Like holding on (laughs) to so many kids. Because I'm like, oh, okay, we'll just go sit in the wave pool, like in the shallow part. Mm -hmm. Like we're sitting in the shallow part, our feet are just in the water and stuff. And we're just, like, sitting, like, oh, my gosh, isn't this fun? Like, all, look at all of us kids. Waves come. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, like, holding on to them for dear life. I'm like, do not move. Do 
do not move. I just feel. I just see you guys being like like a little worm in the in the pool. Like oh, a snake. I'm like. On to each I'm other. like nobody. Let go. And I kept stalling. They kept wanting to go on like the lazy river stuff, and I was like, no, we need to go like back to our chairs. Like we need to make sure our stuff's still there. It was mm-hmm. still there. Like there. Oh my gosh, it was traumatic. And looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh. These parents were like, oh, my kid can swim. It's like, your kid can barely stand. Your kid can't even hold a tennis racket and you put them in tennis camp. Like, (laughs) they are three. They can't even, they don't even know where they're at. So, okay, sorry. I'm like going on tangents. Um, So I actually have a funny story about this. So my first job, I worked all summer and I worked like seven hours, seven or eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. So every day, every day. Well, it was, like, Monday to Saturday. So, okay. like, it was... So, you got Sunday off. Also, like, so, very legal looking back. I'm like, oh, child labor laws. Like, I was... Yeah, if you're working six days, eight-hour days, that's yeah. definitely... I was over- a glorified babysitter at this point. Like, <laughs> so, uh, I, I messaged my boss and was like, hey, man, I haven't been paid and I've been, like, logging my hours. Like, I had it all logged and then I had, like... I was very like, okay, I've worked like this many hours and you guys haven't paid me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm coming in today, even though I'm off today. I was like off for some reason. Oh, it was because like the three to five year olds like weren't coming in because it was too hot outside, you know, like, yeah, 120 degrees, <laughs> you know, dangerous. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and, I was like, okay, well, I'm coming in because you guys need to write me a check because, like, you haven't paid me. And I was pissed at this point. I was like, I want to go to free people. So, like, give me that (laughs) check. I need to go shopping. Yeah. So, 15-year-old me, my mom drops me off and she's waiting in the car. And I go in and my boss is, like, at the desk. And I was like, hi, like, do you have my check? And he was like, oh, yeah. And he hands me an envelope. And I'm like, okay, great. So, I'm walking back to my car in the car. My mom's about to drive away. I open the envelope. It's empty. Oh, no. It's empty. So I scream, stop. My mom goes back into the parking spot, and she's like, where are you going? I was like, this motherfucker, like, he, he thinks he can, Megan. he can do me one. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And so I get out. I was sassy. I was very sassy. So I walk back, and I go back into his office. He's not there, but his checkbook's on the table. <laughs> okay, also, I, okay. What I'm about to say, very legal, don't do this. I was 15 years old. I worked a lot and I just wanted to get paid. So I was like, oh, I'll just take one of his checks and write, no it, write myself out yeah. because I've been logging my hours. So I know exactly how much he owes me. <clears throat> so I take a check. I go back to the car and my mom's like, okay, did you get your check? And I'm like, yeah. And I show it to her and it's blank. And she's like, uh-uh-uh. And she's like, oh my gosh, Megan. No, that's so illegal. And she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what did you just do? And I was like, uh. And she's like, you need to go back there right now. I. She's like, you're my daughter. This is not how I raised you. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know this was illegal. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to get paid. So I finally, so I walk back and I put the check back in his checkbook. And it's like sticking out. It's like, it's just sticking out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, fuck. So, um, and then I leave his office and go around the corner. He's right there. I'm like, oh, hi. I was like, hey, sorry to bother you, but you gave me an empty envelope. Like, 
there was nothing inside. He's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Like, here, come with me to my office. Go back into his office. He grabs his checkbook. The check that I took just flies out. And he's like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's unnatural. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So that was my first job. Wow. Um, He asked me to come back. I went back the next year. I didn't go back a third year because it was, like, the same thing, like, just begging. I was yeah. like, can you please pay me? Yeah. I, apparently, he didn't pay, like, four other girls I went to school with. It was a whole thing. Anyways, also, like, child labor laws, like... Yeah, seriously. Out the window. I mean, I worked a lot, too. Um, like, definitely more than I was supposed to. I also worked at Carter's in high school. Really? The baby store? Yes. You, you with a lot of baby stuff. I Yeah. But a you know what was kids. funny? When I was like, I don't know why, when I was in high school, I was like really afraid of pregnant people. <laughs> and not even joking. Like, I don't what know do you why mean? the thought of like, <clears throat> and I'm <clears throat> like, I want a family. I'm so like, oh my gosh, I love babies, this, this. But like the thought of something growing in you like scared me. Yeah. Like it just really like freaked me out. And I remember, like, as a kid, um, my neighbor's, like, aunt was, like, pregnant or something, and I saw the baby move, like, did a full, like, little turn in the belly, and it freaked me out. So, I like, in high school, I was just really afraid. I don't know why. It was, like, this weird thing. I'm not afraid anymore, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, like, this weirdo, okay? Hey, it's okay. I'm... It scares me to this day. Like, I want to have kids. I want to have kids, but it's just a scary thought. It's just, like, something is growing inside of you and moving around. And, and like, I'm not in control of it. Like, that's a little, like, ooh, spooky. Yeah. Um, So I worked at Carter's, and there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened there. Um, I got paid, like, $9 an hour, which I was like, oh, look at me. Like, $9 an hour while, like, my other (laughs) friends were at, like, $7.25, and I was like, who would have thought nine dollar me like (laughs) (laughs) living in luxury over here (laughs) and uh there's a lot of interesting things there's actually like a lot of times people left their kids accidentally in the store and carter's was like a baby store like baby clothes toddlers and stuff um people left their kids there um a lot of stealing really yeah i mean i guess people would just come with giant bags fill them up and it was like oh all right, all right. People stole a lot at Arizona Mills. Uh, we like, would have. We've had we had two times that I worked there where like someone came like it was like a planned thing like they brought like giant bags mm-hmm. and like just dumped jeans into their bags and then left. So annoying. Yeah. And then we had so Desert Ridge. It was the location I worked at. Car- the store isn't there anymore. Where was it? Uh. Desert Ridge. But by, was it like in the? It was by uh, uh, California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, okay. It's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. They. You know what else isn't there anymore? Limited what? Two. I miss Limited Two. Do you still shop there? No, <laughs> no, but like when I was younger, <laughs> Limited Two was the best, and then they, they replaced it, to justice, it with, right? Yeah, but Limited Two was so much better. Mm. Anyways, um, so we lived by so our we didn't live the carters was inside desert ridge and so everybody after school would go to desert ridge because my high school and the middle school are like right down the street so we would just have kids like come in and just like scream and then walk out i thought it was hilarious because i'm like (laughs) like i know that kid or like something we just come in and scream and then leave 
I don't know. Weird stuff happened. Anyways, those were like my first two jobs. Also, on Monday, I found out that me and Megan's high schools are rivals. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what is... What, yeah, you you told me that... What were the nicknames you guys so, said? you know how like high schools have like nicknames? Like stupid, like making fun of each other. Like if you're a rival school. Yeah. So in case you didn't know, Megan went to Pinnacle. I went to Pinnacle High School. Graduating class of 2015. Pinnacle Pioneers was is what Pinnacle's mascot is. Which I totally forgot about. Um, and I don't know if everyone knew this, but my high school knew this probably because we're rivals. We what? would call... Tell them what school you went to. I went to Cactus Shadows High School, um, which is in Cave Creek. Graduated in 2016. Um, and... Pinnacle by my school was called the Pinnacle Pio Queers. That was that was your guys' nickname. That was made by my high school. And our nickname was Cactus Shadows or Cactus Shithole, one of the two. Just, you know, cute, just, nice names. Yeah, just adorable yeah. names. So on Monday, I found out that me and Megan were rivals. <laughs> Which, like, Lizzie comes up to me and she's like, you well, know what we because... used to call you in high school? I'm like, Lizzie, I didn't know you when I was in school. I had no idea you existed. You had no idea I existed. It was funny. But also, I was like, cool. Like, like rivals. Barry Goldwater was called Dirty Bong Water. Oh, gosh. Um, Horizon was called... Something. Horizon was called Horizon. Horizon. Ha, 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 ha. Um, my brother went to Horizon. My brother's best friend went to Horizon. Mm. My brother went to Cactus, the same school as me, and then he went to <laughs> Academic Excellence. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I think... Oh, no. I think we should wrap it up. Oh, yeah. We've talked it's for been, a very long it's time. Been a, it's been a very long one, I think. Oh, yeah. All right. Well... Thank you guys for listening to Smile Please Podcast. And we will be back very soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.